to the next episode of Quest Exploration. This is Matt Jennings, the Chief Executive Officer here at Quest. I'm joined today by my co-host and uh, in particular, actually the expert that we're going to be speaking with over the next few episodes, Brian Sprang, who is our Chief Information Officer. Brian, welcome back. Hello. Um, Brian is, uh, again, uh, Chief Information Officer, which is all things IT, data, data security, and uh, mobile banking, online banking, and also has oversight of our marketing and community community relations events. So um, a great resource, great person to have on the show. And uh, I'm sure as we work through all of these episodes, uh, you'll hear from Brian, uh, not just as the co-host, but as as the featured speaker multiple times. So again, great to have Brian with us. Uh, we're going to continue our conversation about the online banking mobile app and uh, the resources that are available to you as a Quest member, uh, whether you're new or existing or a veteran member that's been around a long time. So we, in the, in the previous episode, we, um, discussed several different topics, whether it was Quest itself, whether it was our brand, um, you know, obviously we felt like data security, password security, those things were all very, very important. Uh, and then we talked about basic account opening and these episodes, these next few are going to be dedicated to our online, uh, tools and resources. So, um, I'm going to kick it over to Brian and we'll start this off again and, uh, and talk through some more, uh, some more resources for our membership. Absolutely. Thanks, Matt. So, uh, we touched on in our previous episode, just overall mobile app usability and access. Again, we're talking about the Quest FCU mobile app. So if you didn't hear our previous episode, which we recommend you go back and and give it a listen because we kind of start at the beginning for new users or existing users of online banking. Uh, But we touched on how to get access, how to log in, uh, the different features, biometric features that use uh, your face, fingerprint, voice, or pin-based authentication to get you logged in. And then once you're logged in, what can you see? What can you do? How can you move your money around? Uh, I think that specifically today is what we want to touch on. We want to talk about the transfer options. We will recover in in uh, just a, a brief hit. We'll talk about uh, the remote deposit capture or mobile deposit options for our members, and then also the bill pay feature. So I think all of those things are tied up in the mobile app, uh, which make it a really great resource for all of our members, young and old, new to technology, existing technology users, uh, but it really gives you the branch in the palm of your hands. Right. And it's, 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 really hard to mess something up. Absolutely. I mean, you might you might move money from your savings to your checking and you meant to move it from your checking to your savings, but it's easily correctable on your end or our end. Uh, so this is a really kind of a foolproof uh, branch in the palm of your hand, just like Brian said, yep. and uh, a great tool and a great resource for our membership, whether it's during the workday when, when we are here and we are available, but very, very busy and the phones are ringing off the hooks and the drive-thru's back up and uh, and or a weekend or an evening when you just want to know something about your account and and uh, this is a great way to do it so um, let's dive into 
more of these features, Brian, and, and yeah, talk absolutely. about uh, some of the easy things that you can do with your money and your accounts through the through the app? For sure. Um, we do often get a lot of calls about transferring money and how, how can I transfer money from my savings to checking to cover cover my transactions uh, or, or vice versa. I get direct deposit to my checking account and I want to move some money to my savings account or perhaps a an IRA or my children's accounts or or Christmas saver, any any of those options, all of those kind of apply. Um, so once you get logged into the mobile app, You'll want to use the move money feature. I think that's the quickest and easiest way to do it. You just tap on move money and one of the options there is transfer money. That'll take you to the uh, quick transfer screen. Now we'll talk about a couple of different transfer options. Uh, you have quick transfers and then you can also set up recurring transfers and we'll, we'll circle back and touch on those just a moment. But like Matt said, it's really pretty foolproof. You really only have to do three things to move money around and, and it's all laid out in a, in a straightforward manner that matches your online experience uh, from It's Me 247 online banking with Quest. You select where you're taking the money from. So what account are you going to be grabbing your money from? And again, those can be your checking account to savings, savings to checking, checking to a loan, savings to a loan. You have you know kind of limitless possibilities. Really just about anything but a certificate. That's correct. Right. At money markets, you know, there's a little, there's some limitations on the, the number of withdrawals in a month. That's what makes it a money market. Um, but those are still, you can still access that through, through your online banking or your app. Uh, certificates are really the ones that are kind of on lockdown because right. that's what they are by design. Right. Um, you could still view it. And you can see dividend history and interest that's building and that type of thing. So, okay, sorry, go right ahead. You know, to touch on, uh, to, to piggyback on what Matt just said, the only other caveat to this is savings transfers. Um, you do need to be careful because of the government regulation. <laughs> Reg D. Reg D. Yes. That is a federal regulation by the government established some time ago. This is not a quest regulation. It is not a stipulation of hours, but it, this is consistent with any financial institution, basically, is that you can only make a certain number of electronic transfers, member initiated electronic transfers from savings to anywhere else. You can make as many transfers into your savings account as you would like. That is perfectly uh, legitimate uh, according to this regulation. But if you're moving money frequently from your savings account to your checking, that is a no, no, <laughs> essentially. Right. And in, in, in the thought process being um, that a, a savings is in its essence is to be a savings. That's it's correct. it's a place to park your money for that rainy day for the future. Uh, the workaround, the hack that we have is is a transactional savings. That's correct. And uh, it's a very simple thing. And maybe we'll have Andrea on. Uh, yeah. Andrea Goods, our chief compliance officer, she can talk about that a little more because people are they do wonder about that. They question, um, you know, why that is. And again, like Brian said, it's not a quest thing. It's not a per financial institution thing. It's a federal government regulation. So we're trying to, we're trying to, to, to adhere to that. Uh, but a transactional savings, which is typically uh, your savings is zero, zero, zero. A transactional would be a zero one, one. You can move in and out of that a million times and that's fine. Yes. 
Yep. So just before anybody goes hog wild and makes transfers <laughs> on the daily, uh, and then you get a nice little reg D notice from us, uh, this will help le- help you uh, as a disclaimer. So anyway, back to the mobile app. You choose where you're taking the money from. And as you touch on the from option, you'll see all of your accounts listed there, as well as your current available balance, which will be the difference between your balance and any held funds that you might have on the account. So you can choose anything. I'm going to just, just for demo, demo purposes and walking myself and talking myself through it with you. Uh, I'm going to choose my checking account and I'm going to say then in the two option, where do you want to send the money to? Or what account would you like to send the money to? Uh, so then you have a list of available accounts. Again, you can choose from that list and you just cycle through there and say, where do you want the money to go? Then once you've selected the to account, you have the ability to enter the amount of the transfer. And it's really as simple as that. Once you plug in the amount in, of the transfer for this quick transfer option, you hit the continue button. You do have a description there. So if you need to remind yourself later when you're looking at your, your statement, uh, either on paper, electronic, or, or just in the online uh, transactions area, you can have a little note that says, you know, uh, moving money for uh, dance lessons or what have you for for your child, right? And I on on uh, my wife and I's joint account, each of us may use that description. If, if she moved money for a particular reason, yeah. or I moved money, uh, it's all well and good. But then when I look at it, it's you know where why did we yeah. go from here to there or whatever? I can see that okay, you know she was paying a utility bill or whatever the case may be. So nice handy little feature too on joint accounts where one is. Brian said, remind yourself or notify, you know, significant other of, of what that transfer was all about. So then I'm going to go ahead and hit continue as you would do when you're doing that. And you have a confirmation screen. So nothing is immediately transferred. As, as Matt said, nothing is, is so uh, immediate that you can't stop yourself back up Make sure you're choosing the right accounts and making the right transfers. So you can confirm these transfers and it'll show you where you're getting the money from, where you're sending the money to, and then you have the ability to say accept and make that transfer or hit the back button and go back and correct any mistakes that you might find. Once you hit accept, it will submit that transfer to the system and it will show that transfer as completed and it will give you the new balance and available balance from your uh, from account and it will give you your new and available balance from the account you transferred money to. So it, it really is as simple as that. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's one way to, to, to make a quick transfer. The other transfer uh, method that I talked about is a scheduled transfer. Uh, To access scheduled transfer, you'll want to tap on the accounts button at the bottom of the screen in the navigation area, and then you'll want to tap on pay and transfer. It appears as the second um, navigational feature in the my accounts area. So if you tap on pay and transfer, you'll have schedule new transfer. And if you tap on schedule new transfer, you'll have a little bit more information to provide. But again, this is going to set up and establish a recurring regular transfer of money from one account to another account. Handy for people paying loans. 
if, if they want to just not have to remember that, hey, the mortgage is due on the 1st or the, the minivan's due on the 15th, mm-hmm. uh, but they know their paychecks are accumulating in their checking or their savings, they could schedule that regularly so that just once a month, bang, it's going to make that transfer for you and you can shut it off, you can turn it on, yep. you can delete that schedule, but it's a really handy way to just not have to remember certain things. That's absolutely correct. And you can do these scheduled transfer on a variety of frequencies. Uh, You can do so annually, biweekly, daily, monthly, quarterly, semi-annually, and weekly. Um, So again, if you get paid every other Friday, you can set up a bi-weekly transfer and you know that you're going to get your direct deposit on Friday morning around, well, if it's typical, it's a like a 6 a.m. transfer time. Right. And once that transfer um, is made, then you can set up a, an automatic transfer uh, for, from, say, checking to savings and, and do that in whatever increment you want. Uh, so I'm going to go ahead and just in a, in a demo sense, choose monthly as my transfer. Uh, you'll give you'll be given the opportunity to say what date on uh, on which do you want it to start? That's the start on date. And it'll give you a calendar to choose from. So you can choose uh, when you want these transfers to begin. So let's say I want it to begin on February 1st. I choose start on February 1st, 2021. And then I can choose whether I want that to end at a certain point. You can choose never ending end by date or end after a number of transfers. So if you know you're saving up a little bit of money and you want to save up $50 uh a month. And at the end of the year, you're going to have $600 in your account uh, that you're going to use for Christmas purchases, or maybe it's a vacation or whatever you have. You can choose that. When do you want it to stop making these transfers? Then you choose what account you're taking the money from, just like the previous uh, process. And what account do you want to send that to, uh, just like the previous process. And the only other option uh, that you have there is select the transfer type. Um, Because you have the ability to make transfers that will effectively be payments on loans that you might have with Quest, you have the ability to choose whether it is a designated amount which would be self-defined. So again, in this instance, I want to move $50 every month. And at the end of the year, I want to have $600 in my account, whatever account I'm moving it to. Although if you're doing this to make loan payments, which is a really smart way to do things because it really takes the um, monthly nature of it and you kind of just set it and forget it. So it really helps yourself. And that way you don't have any late fees. You don't run the risk of any credit issues, but you can make regular payments that would match your scheduled payment. payment. Yeah. Your defined payment. payment payment that is due on a monthly basis. And so the system knows that you also have the ability to transfer a balance in full, which again, that depending on your situation, you may find that helpful. And finally you have sweep available balance. And again, depending on your situation, that may be beneficial to you if you're kind of just depositing a bare amount 
of money into your Quest account from a paycheck because, you know, as an employer, you have the ability to, uh, as your employer, somebody might have the ability to say, oh, well, he wants to put $100 a paycheck into his Quest account. And, and, and that would then be used to be swept from your uh, available account balance into whatever payment you're going to be making or whatever other account option you want to choose. So again, there are a lot of uh, different features to the scheduled transfer option, but really it boils down to how often do you want to make the make the transfer? Where are you taking the money from? When do you want it to begin? When do you want it to end? And where is the money going after that? Excellent. Well, and I know that, um, you know, this is pretty specific to Quest sometimes, but we'll allow our members to um, to pay on a loan. Uh, more frequently than once a month. And it's hugely beneficial to the member um, because, and and we'll do a a segment on this down the road. Um, But if, you know, that's a great way to accelerate the pay down of your loan is to just say, hey, my payment's, um, you know, $200 a month, which is $50 a week. So every time my paycheck posts, I want 50 to go over to that loan payment. Um, It's just your normal $200 a month, but it's, it's, it helps you budget a little easier and it, and it actually pays the loan off much quicker. Again, we'll, we'll do a segment on that. Uh, but those are just, you know, neat little quick tips and, and ways to save yourself money and stress and time to just say, Hey, I'm going to set this up as a reoccurring transfer, whether it's a loan payment or sending money over to a, a Christmas club or whatever the case may be. Yeah. And it's, it's really a fantastic tool. So again, you have quick transfers and scheduled transfers from the app. If If you establish those scheduled transfers, you can even go in and review those scheduled transfers edit them if you need to, Uh, you know, so if you're in a little bit of a pinch and you need to pause something temporarily, you can go in and edit that and say, oh, don't take it this month, resume it on the next month, do whatever you need to do to make sure that you keep your, uh, your accounts in check there. The other feature that you'll find under pay and transfer is the pay bills feature. So, Matt, why don't you touch on that real quick uh, about what that does for for members? Well, it's it's an amazing tool. It, It's it does take a little time to set up, which is understandable. I mean, you've got to uh, pull out your utility bills, your auto insurance, uh, you know, whatever it is that you want to pay and and have that in front of you. And you can do it on the phone. You can do it on uh, your tablet. You can do it at your your workstation, your, your PC desktop type of uh, setup. And you go in and a lot of times uh, local utility bills, um, uh, routine things, uh, you know, uh, national, regional insurance companies, all of that stuff is recognized in the system. So it will grab, you put in, and I'm just going to use this as an example, but, uh, you know, American Electric Power is pretty common around here, Dayton Power and Light in Logan County. You pull that up and it recognizes that you want to pay AEP. You know, it's okay. So put in your account number, put in your uh, nickname, if you want to call it, you know, hey, this is the, uh, this is home um, electric, but maybe, you know, you've got a, a rental property or, you know, you can nickname those things. Uh, you can, you know, wife's life insurance, husband's life insurance, whatever you want to call it. Um, and once you've have that bill pay set up, uh, I would say, and correct me if I'm wrong, Brian, the vast majority of the time, those are going to go out electronically almost immediately. Yes. Those can be established in very short order. And for the, uh, 
payees is the terminology we use in the app for those payees that are recognized as electronic payees capable of receiving funds electronically, you can set those up and they go out the very next day. So again, uh, if you find that you're, you're going to be late or could be late uh, on a Spectrum payment or a Verizon payment, those types of national uh, service providers will be sent electronically and you can set those up at pretty much any time you can enroll in bill pay pretty much at any time uh, through the, through the mobile app and through online banking and establish those things right away. Right. And, and it's normally next day, you know, you you set it up now. There's some um, uh, that are really local to us that it sends a check and which is still fine. I mean, it saves you writing a personal check and buying a stamp and an envelope and and all of that. And again, this is a a free service to our membership. So, um, you know, I always tell people um, I can't remember the last time I ordered a box of checks. Right. And. it's a it's a once per year thing if if even that if even that and and uh, you know I choose to do all of our bill pay uh, whether it's our household or you know a little farm account that we have I choose to do it all through here because it's very simple you can schedule it you can have it sent next day if you yeah. prefer or let's assume maybe you're leaving on vacation and you're not going to have good cell service or you just don't want to forget you can say hey i need to pay my verizon bill but i don't want it to come out of my account until friday because i get paid on thursday so there's a drop down calendar pops up you can you know let it pay immediately uh, january 29th or you could say "Ah, i want that to go out on tuesday february 2nd and you select that day and that way you're not overdrawing yourself and you're scheduling you're still meeting the deadline of the payment that's due etc but Super slick tool, amazing. And if you think about the cost savings to yourself in one checks, two the envelope, and three the stamp, that's right. uh, It's you're saving tens, if not hundreds, of dollars a year just in bill pay supplies for your household and you let us deal with it that's correct we can track it all we can help you sort it out and say hey why didn't they receive this or yes they did receive it and it's posted to your account uh it's a pretty surefire way to know i paid this bill and exactly when i paid it so um you know, Brian, I'll kick it back to you because there's several features. Like if you uh, if you you know you're on the pay and transfer screen and you tap pay bills. Right. Yeah, it's it's very easy to to do that. Again, that's all listed under the pay and transfer area. Um, when you go to pay bills, um, if you haven't already enrolled in Bill Pay, and you'll have to forgive us doing the podcast right at the moment. I've already enrolled in bill pay, of course, so I don't see it quite the way that you see it. You might see it, but when you are prompted, you will have to enroll in bill pay. There is a small agreement that you'll have to want to read through and accept. And I will go back and say that the only disclaimer to anything that we've said so far is that um, bill pay is free with three qualifying products. Uh, So you already have one product that qualifies you. That's your savings account. That's your share in the credit union. If you have a checking account, that is product number two. And then any of our other products or services, uh, if you have a loan with us, that's number three. If you have a certificate with us, that's number three. If you have 
uh, credit card, I think it, all of these things qualify you. The one, uh, the one, maybe we need to research this, but everyone has a share. You have to with your $5 in it. And then you have a checking account that you want to pay bills out of. Most people have a direct deposit to that. That's That's number three. three. Would the e-statement enrollment be number three? So you open your savings, you open your checking and sign up for e-statements, which means we just send you a notification via email at the end of the month when your statement's ready, there's your three, which makes the bill pay free. That's correct. Pretty, we, we made it pretty easy pretty to get easy. to three. And it may not be a lot, but if you do enroll in e-statements, remember that we give you a credit of 25 cents every single correct. month for right. enrolling in e-statements because that saves us the uh, the envelope the and envelope stamp. and stamp and right. and printing of your your statement. So um, yeah, just like that, you've got three qualifying products right. right out the gate. And I know you have the ability to post uh, resources on this podcast episode yes. that you've done before. Um, maybe since we're both Bill Pay users, oh, yeah. is we post something of okay, if you're new to Bill Pay, here's the steps yes. that you need to do. Yep. Just as a resource. Yep. Yeah, in the show notes, you'll be able to see that if you go to the. Uh, uh, if you go to the um, Quest website and look under our podcasts, you'll be able to go to each individual episode and view any show notes that we might have in there. And that'll definitely be included, the bill pay right. section and what what qualifies you. And again, if you don't qualify, uh, we'll help you qualify, but it is $5 a month if you right. don't have the three products or services. But again, we want people using it. So we'll find a way to get you qualified without trouble or hassle. Uh, So that's... that's pretty much it for bill pay. Once you get enrolled in bill pay and agree to bill pay, you don't have to wait on us. You're immediately enrolled. You're immediately available to add a payee. Uh, you can do so. The easiest way to add a payee is just to be sure you have a copy of the most re- recent statement or invoice from that uh, entity, whether it's, uh, again, Spectrum, Verizon, DirecTV, uh, your hospitals, insurance agencies, uh, those kinds of places. Uh, Once you add that information, and we give you some details on screen, again, it can be an individual business or organization. You gather up your recent bill, invoice, or statement, and you can begin by typing in that business or organization's name. You can also select from popular billers and you'll see, man, this is just a list of all the heavy hitters that you'll ever come across in your, your, your commerce, uh, and, and spending habits and that kind of stuff. So you'll quickly and easily find that you can add just about anybody. And it's either going to go electronic if it's recognized, like Matt's already touched on. If we don't recognize it, say, say, so local trash hauler, um, you know, those are going to go out as paper checks. But again, you can set, set that, establish a, a payment schedule, and then you'll be able to uh, send that on. And much like the uh, scheduled transfer that you were just discussing, yeah. you can trigger any bill pay at any time on your own through right through the app. Yeah. But you can also just schedule a bill to be paid on a routine basis. That's correct. If you know about how much it's going to be, if it's a set amount, um, you know, whether that's property taxes uh, in terms of like uh, your budget payment on those or your your recurring payment. Budget to a utility, you know, any of those things, just send it on the 10th of every month or whatever. Right. Very good. 
Um, now you can also set up and do what we call pay anyone. And that is process through the bill payment system, but pay anyone is like what we call P2P person to person, pocket to pocket, pay anyone allows you to establish a relationship between you and that person by identifying either their cell phone, mobile number for text-based notification or by email. And you can set up a payment to somebody. Um, you know, this is an alternative to some of the other popular feature, popular services. You know, everybody has probably known or heard about Venmo, Cash App. Uh, you can send money via Facebook. You can send money via Apple Cash, PayPal. PayPal. These are all standard, safe, secure options. And we're not we're not trying to take the place of any of those. But if you're not comfortable or you don't want to establish a Venmo account, a Cash App account, so on and so forth, you can certainly use our pay anyone feature to make that payment and they'll receive it. You don't have to know anything about their banking preference, where they choose to bank, uh, whether it's with Quest or anywhere else in the world, frankly, all you need to do is know who you're sending it to by text message or by email. And then they will provide the information on their end to receive the funds that you wish to send to them. And it's really very easy. Again, you just select or add a new recipient. And once you do that, you'll give, an, a name, give that person a name and you can pay them either by email or mobile phone and you'll put in that information. You'll choose where you're pulling the money from on your side and the amount, give them an optional message, and then a quick security question and answer. And, you know, just for fun, when we've tested this or used it in our office and somebody's gone to McDonald's and purchased for somebody else, and then they need to send their seven or eight bucks, whatever it is for their meal, uh, you know, what color is my car? And it's really just a very quick security prompt to make sure that you're not sending money just willy-nilly and that, that that anybody could intercept that. There's just that tiny little gatekeeping step that allows you to know that, oh, okay, I'm sending Matt some money. Hey, Matt, I'm going to send you some money. And the answer to the question is blue or whatever it is. So theoretically, you and I could be out for a pizza and a beer and we're splitting the bill with the tip and I pay and you could send me either through my cell phone or my email address your $22 share of the check. And it's relatively instantaneous. That's that's absolutely true. Oh, wait, wait. It's not instantaneous. Like they'll get the message that there is money waiting from them instantaneously uh, by text or email, right. but the actual transfer will happen the the next business like day. Yeah. Yes, it is based on ACH transactions and ACH transactions. That's a whole nother topic that we won't even really be discussing, but that's handled outside of Quest's jurisdiction, so to speak. Um, but it, you know, once that transfer is built, then the very next business day, the, the transfer, they receive the funds, but they'll be notified almost instantaneously that, Hey, Matt sent Brian $22. That is correct. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. Um, I do want to touch on a couple of things. These are not specifically included in the mobile app, but I I feel like this is an appropriate time to talk about this real quick. And there there are two other pay somebody some things. Um, We have also got 
pay yourself is kind of what we internally nicknamed it. But if you have an account at another financial institution and you would like to build a transfer mechanism to be able to pay yourself, let's say you use Quest as your primary account. That's where your direct deposit monies come in from your from your employer. But you also have an investment account at another bank or credit union or investment house. You can take that information for the other financial institutions account, bring that to us or send it to us securely, and we can build a routine that will show up in online banking and will allow you to make transfers to and from that account that you own at another financial institution. That's called pay yourself. It is done through online banking, but it does require a little bit of Quest staff involvement, but it is a way for you to move money between your accounts at Quest and outside of Quest. And so that's pay yourself. So we've got pay anyone, we've got pay yourself, and then we've also got pay us. So let's say that you don't use Quest as your primary financial institution, but you do have a car loan with us. If you would like to be able to make a payment to your Quest loan without moving lots of money around every time, but writing a check and bringing it to the branch, but you would like to make an electronic payment, we have the Loan Pay Express feature. That's a website-based option. You can do it on your phone through a browser, or you can do it on your desktop, laptop, computer, tablet. But that is a linked process that will allow you to establish a payment method or methods from outside financial institutions, other banks, credit unions, what have you, to make payments on your Quest loans. And those can be made via ACH for free, Mm -hmm. or they can be made by debit or credit card for a small transaction fee. It's all dependent upon the size of the payment that you want to make. You can make one-time payments on a monthly or individual basis. You can set them up to be one-time or recurring, and you can also make them uh, to be of of any amount that you choose. Um, so, you know, hopefully, if you take a loan with Quest or anyone, you're able to pay on that loan. But if you ever were to get behind, we do accept those payments from outside institutions that might catch you up or might get you back into good standing with us. And that's called Loan Pay Express. And again, internally, we kind of nicknamed it Pay Us or Pay Quest, but Loan Pay Express, that's searchable on the website. I'll include it in the show notes, but I felt like we're talking about electronic transfers, electronic banking options, and this is one of those things. So you've got Pay Anyone. So if you want to send money to somebody, You've got pay yourself. So if you want to move money between two accounts that are not here at Quest, but one is, and then you've got pay Quest. So if you've got money elsewhere and you want to use that money to pay on your Quest loan, you can do so through loan pays. So again, we've got the full service branch in your pocket. That's correct. Yeah. And and anything that you need to do uh, to move your money around, make a payment, send a payment to someone else, et cetera, we can do that for you through the mobile application or our online banking. So, yeah. 
Um, and just to recap real quick, we did this in the previous episode about the online banking uh, features of the mobile app, but that is also remote deposit. So once again, if you receive checks from somebody, some organization, and you'd like to be able to deposit those without coming to the branch or even using the ATM, which do all of our branch-based ATMs do accept uh, deposits, either in cash or uh, check form. But if you want to do that through the mobile app, all you have to do is get logged in. You can enroll in uh, remote deposit, mobile deposit, and we will uh, approve you. And as soon as you do so, you'll be able to take a photo of your check, submit that, and in near real time, literally a minute or so later, that money will be deposited in your account unless it flags is flagged for review. And again, that could be for the size of the check, or it could be because some of our younger members that are under 18 or new members uh, to the credit union are just put in a 90-day process where we say, okay, thanks for being a member, but you know, just for fraud purposes, security purposes, getting to know you purposes, we're going to review your items that you deposit. So um, it's, it's to protect you, it's to protect us, and it's pretty standard practice. But uh, those things will all be deposited virtually immediate. Right, right. And it's a tremendous feature. Um, you know, it's been really helpful to members and to Quest over the last 10 months, 11 months, um, you know, as, as we've struggled with, uh, you know, lobby closing uh, in our branches and things like that. And, and we understand that's a, a tremendous frustration to our members. It's a, a great frustration to us to not be able to see you face to face. But uh, again, these episodes that we're trying to start with uh, early on in the exploration series is really to, to help you and to help us help you understand there's a, a ton of different ways uh, that you can move your money, that you can get money to us, that we can get money to you, uh, that you can get a bill paid, you can send money to a friend or a spouse. Um, so, Brian, I, again, I, I know we want to try and keep these brief and, and manageable. So, again, I appreciate your time. I think these uh, episodes, uh, as it pertains to mobile banking, online banking, have been tremendous. Um, of course, Brian's available. Our frontline staff is very, very, very fluent in all of these things. So we're always available to help. Uh, but a lot of these things, it's, it's really uh, very simple to help yourself yes. and uh, to get these things started and then to use as you move forward. Uh, so uh, we appreciate your time today. And Brian, if you want to sign us off. Sure. Yeah. The name of the game is self-service. At the end of the day, it's very, very safe and very, very secure. Absolutely. As Brian's touched on before, uh, keep your pa- passwords safe, make them unique, not so simple. Right. And, and protect them. Uh, don't leave them lay out on a desk. Correct. Uh, just like you wouldn't your driver's license or your pin for your ATM card. You know, keep that uh, close to your vest. And these are safe, incredibly easy ways to uh, to move your money around. Thanks, Brian. Thanks, Brian.